I saw your be good baker running by again the other day, says I to old Mr. Brennan. Ah, yes, says he. I've never seen her stand still. And she's running rings around the rest of us with our Brennan's be good bread. Only 60 calories a slice. 60 calories, says I. That's just a whole meal, is it? No, says he. It's the whole meal, the whole grain, and the waste. 60 calories a slice and high in fiber, whatever way it slices. That's why anything baked is better with Brennan's. Today's bread today. Yeah, having my head shoved into the uh, steps of the Ulster Bank in Ranelagh, called butt of a gun and put into the back of your skull, that's a moment where you go, okay, yeah, I think this one's up. How does a high-flying academic become one of Ireland's most prolific bank robbers? What I would see is the most important part of this still lies open. I'm not here to hurt you. A brand new series from the award-winning team behind the Indo Daily. That November day, that's where it all, all begins. Out now, wherever you get your podcasts. Have you been whacked by price rises? Home heating, diesel, Netflix? Well, of course you have. We all have. But are there any ways that tech can help to moderate this inflationary influence? Well, here to talk about this today, I'm joined by Siobhan Maguire, consumer journalist and presenter of the Indo Daily Podcast. Siobhan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Adrian. Great to be here. Siobhan, there was one in the last week that I took an interest in. Netflix had a huge price rise. And for the plan that I use, which is the 4K plan, it rose from 18 euro to 21 euro per month. That's for pretty much unlimited screens or four screens. Um, There was one way that I think you can avoid that price rise. Um, And I think it's with Sky. That's right. Yeah, there is. a. I mean, and, and you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, um, Adrian, because uh, being savvy is kind of the key in all of this. And the streaming sites can be so costly. And, and Netflix, by the way, them putting up the price basically means that all the others will follow uh, very shortly, I would imagine. I mean, we had a, a similar price hike, uh, I think, in, was it in March of last year from the yep. streaming service? And that essentially means that everyone else goes, well, if Netflix can do it, um, you know, the Disney's or the Now's or and everyone else can do that as well. The, the, the kind of tech hack you're talking about there is actually if you're a Sky customer. Mm. Um, so if you're a Sky customer, I, you can avail of Netflix at a cheaper price than what it's going at the moment. Like there's various different uh, packages. I think it ranges from $8.99 up to $20.99. And if you mm. are going through your Sky uh, subscription, um, you then get it. I think it's a couple of euros cheaper. But remember, that all kind of depends on what kind of Sky package you're on. So you could well be paying um, even more for you know, your television package overall, if you were to just pay for the Netflix separately. It's so true. it's all, uh, all relative, Adrian. It is relative. I think the savings that I saw were for the package that I'm on, which is now 21 euro per month. It's only 14 euro if I'm also subscribing to Sky, a Sky yeah. package. That's seven quid a month. That's my maths would say that that is 84 euro a year. That's a big whack. That's a big saving. But how much is your Sky package? I think they start at around 60 euro, something like yeah. that. Okay. So, um, and is that broadband and TV? No, or that's just for telly. 
Yeah. Okay. So then you're you're probably spending in or around the hundred euro for both. Um, and and if you were to do uh, both of them as a as a full package with another provider, you could be looking at around 80, 85 euro you for, could. The, for the month. You so could. sorry, Adrian. <laughs> no, well, I'm go- and I'm going to, uh, you know, be a little bit biased here for no professional reason other than say, I think Sky is generally better than Virgin in TV. Okay. 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 I, I, it's a, it's a better yeah. user system. If have you ever used, but I've used both. Have you? Right. I I was a Sky customer, mm. a very loyal Sky customer until I couldn't haggle uh, a price drop with them last year, mm. um, and so I uh, got on my high horse and I got on to Virgin. And um, I was already using their broadband because I found it to be better than Sky's. Mm, it is, yeah. And so now I'm I'm Im- immersed in a, a contract that's coming to an end now with Virgin and Media. I have their TV and I have their broadband. And yes, I would say Sky is Im- easier to navigate and actually aesthetically more pleasing. Um, but it's grand. It's doing exactly what it says in the, the tin and I, I get what I need. But... I am paying extra for Now TV to get the Sky channels. So that is an additional charge I pay. Ah, okay. Uh, let's, move <laughs> on to, let's move on to mobile because I have been blue in the face over the last 18 months telling anyone who will listen that they are paying too much for their monthly mobile plan. And the ones that identified are GOMO48 and Clear. What, what do you think about all that? Yeah, it is. If you are out of contract, you must switch and go SIM only. I mean, there's no reason why people in this day and age, Adrian, are tying themselves into the most obscene um, mobile phone contracts. Like I still know people who are signed up to pay 60 a month. Now, why would you pay 60 a month with the same contractor you've been with for years? You can clearly leave without penalties and you can get a SIM only contract for five euro a month with another provider. I mean, it it just doesn't make sense. And I think it comes down to people being loyal, a little bit loyal, first of all, to the service provider, but also thinking that it's very, very difficult to switch. Mm, That five euro, are you talking about Virgin? I am. Yeah, Virgin Mo. So just so listeners are aware, there's a big catch with that five euro uh, deal. I think after six months, it goes to, is it 25 euro a month? It does, yeah. Which is which yeah. is outrageously expensive, in my opinion, right? So here's here's what I would do. Okay. I would never go near Virgin. If if you want the best value, I would go to either Gomo or 48. 48, which is mm. owned by three and uses three's network, is outright the best value plan. You can get a, like it's eleven euro per month basically for a massive amount of data, something like 100 gigabytes of data and unlimited texts uh, and calls. Now, you say that to somebody who's used to paying, say, 30 euro per month. And they'll be paying that on an operator like Vodafone, which gives them a much more limited amount of data. And uh, we can go into Vodafone's very creative use of the word uh, unlimited when they actually cut customers off for exceeding the amount of data you're allowed to use on your unlimited data. But that's an entirely different uh, podcast. I would go with, with 48 or GOMO probably. Um, or if you're in a Vodafone coverage area, go with Clear Mobile because Vodafone owns Clear. But either way, it surely doesn't make sense to keep paying the 
forty euro or the thirty euro that you used to be used to paying by default. No, no, absolutely not. And and I I know what you're saying about the Virgin SIM card there, mm. Adrian. Um, you you will give thirty days notice if you want to switch. Mm. So there is nothing preventing you from getting that five euro deal for X amount of months and then switching to one of the cheaper. Um, and I remember Fair when point. GoMo came. It came out as well, Adrian. It was, um, it you know, was all singing, all dancing, lovely neon colours, really attracting in all the young kids. Um, and so an awful lot of people in my age group, you know, You make us sound so damn old. <laughs> well, you know. With your talk the of the kids and the bright colours. <laughs> Young at heart, I just remember the ads thinking, oh, my God, you know, has has some LSD been dropped in the making of this particular advert? And the whole thing was, you know, get the kids on board with their cheap sims and their cheap mobile phone. But, you know, why the hell not us as well? So I do know a lot of people in their 40s. <laughs> I'm giving myself away here um, who who are using that and find it absolutely brilliant and very cost effective. And not using LSD. Not using LSD, no. <laughs> now, aren't to bargain hunk, hunting apps? And this is one that I only uh, was became aware of recently. There's an app apparently called Too Good to Go. Um, have you yeah. ever heard of that? I haven't actually heard of that. No, but I'm intrigued. Yeah. yeah. So this is an app that it's supposed to stop food waste, but actually, it's not a charity. It's actually a commercial deal be- that between you and. A local food chain. So typically, for example, you know, someone like Butler's Pantry or the food chain Fresh or lots of others, mainly in the Dublin area, but some outside mm-hmm. Dublin as well, they will offer you like a surprise deli bag or something. You'll pay three ninety nine for it and they'll say you can pick it up between two o'clock and two thirty or between, say, you know, eight o'clock and eight thirty after the rush hour is finished. And you, you you're not hundred percent sure what you'll get in there, but it'll be something like, you know, pastries or breads or meats or whatever. It's kind of what they have left over, but you're kind of it's a lucky dip, right? But it's three ninety nine. It's good food and it's only three ninety nine. That is excellent. Oh my goodness. I'm definitely going to sign up to that app. I Too mean, Good To Go is the name uh, of the app. Too Good To Go. Yeah, that's a yeah. brilliant idea, you know. And, it's, and I said it to someone the other day. I said, you, you don't know what you're going to get. Like, you know, but I mean, it, it's decent food. Yeah, it's a lucky dip. Yeah, it's and a lucky we, dip. And also, Adrian, you know, the mentality, actually there's been studies done on human behaviour and consumer behaviour. And the one thing um, a lot of people who are very good at bagging bargains have is that they're genetically prone to to bagging that bargain, that, you know, they're deal prone. They, they you know, they, they, they brain kind of fires up when they think they can save a bit of money. So if you think you're getting like a bag of food at a really, really good discount, then that's great. I know. Look, do you know what? If I didn't, wasn't married, didn't have a family, uh, I, I, that's what literally what I'll be eating all day. I would just give me a bag of food. Here's my three ninety nine. Um, we mentioned Netflix earlier on, and we talking about subscriptions generally. Another thing that I'm aware of is how many subscriptions I now have. How many of them? And I'm wondering how many do I need, and are there many that? you know, I could let go. Do you have many subscriptions? Absolutely. Loads of them. But I'm going to go very old school on you again, Adrian. What with me being in my 40s and uh, in January when I'm advising How old people- do you think I am? 
You're talking to me like you, you're, you're 15 years older than me or something. But go on anyway. Um, is this the podcast where you reveal your age, by the way? I'm late 40s. OK. In fact, here, here's the thing I will tell you, which you'll, you know, divine a lot from. I'm currently on a thing trying to see 50 states before I'm 50. Fantastic. And I, and I don't have long to go. So okay. anyway, back to uh, the unused subscriptions. Very interesting. And your states. old school remedy. Old school remedy. So in January, I, I, I get kind of passed around a, a lot of radio shows about advising consumers on how to save their money. And uh, this is something I actually now do at the beginning of every month, because in, in January and with the cost of living crisis, I was like, I have to be practicing what I preach. So here goes. You just print off your bank statement. You go through it with a highlighter. You use one color for all your streaming services. You use another color for your um, direct debits that say go out on various other things like utility bills. Um, And so you start color coding exactly what is going out every month and you will be absolutely bowled over by the amount of subscriptions you have. I did this for a friend and uh, she's a Sky customer and she had um, unwittingly um, forgotten to uh, cancel a now subscription that she had started up uh, a year ago. So she was effectively spending 15 euro a month on a now subscription, another 15 euro on top of that for the movie access on now. That was a 30 euro saving every month. And you'd be you'd be surprised as well. I think what a lot a lot of us tend to do, um, you know, we've the best of intentions of cancelling, but we just simply forget we sign up for things for the free 14 day trial or whatever um, you can get access to and then forget, simply forget to to unsubscribe and end up, um, you know, paying out more than we need to. I pay it more than I need to for my online subscriptions each month, but I have a slightly different excuse. And the reason is FOMO. So I've subscribed, for example, to about five or six different movie services. So Netflix, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime Video, Apple TV Plus. But I also subscribe to things like Discovery Plus, you know, for things like Ice Road Truckers and Movie, which is the which is the indie movie uh, streaming uh, platform. And I haven't watched anything on movie for five months. Yeah. And I still subscribe a tenor to it. And do you know why I still subscribe a tenor to it? Because I'm afraid there's going to be something excellent that my intellectual friends are talking about, uh, you know, next week that I'll miss. And it's this kind of FOMO. I think mm. that the reason a lot of us keep subscriptions that we barely use is we think there's a good chance that sometime soon our friends are going to be talking about something and we won't have seen it i think we think it's our tv now so that yeah. so it's it's quite difficult it's a little bit more to me psychologically complex than um than just than just cutting i appreciate it, it was a very good home economics uh, a class case study you gave there with the highlighters and the printing out and that uh, uh, makes absolute sense i find it quite difficult to do that though yeah, it is. It's 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 almost like doing due diligence, uh, you know, each month in terms of your spending. And yes, it's laborious and terribly, terribly dull, but it will save you a bit of money. Now, I know what you're saying about the subscriptions and the FOMO mm. thing, Adrian. Um, I have uh, Disney. Um, and I have no kids. So, you know, a, a huge percentage of Disney is absolutely worthless to me. Uh, but there's the occasional 
thing, dope sick mm. or the <laughs> Pam and Tommy story. And, you know, and I, I just want to be able to access that. But I am drawing the line now at getting Apple. I don't have Apple. Mm. Uh, I hear there's loads of great st- uh, programs on it that I know I would love, but I'm refusing because I just can't justify signing up for another thing. Yeah, no, fair, and, fair enough. And Adrian, on Netflix, um, you know, this this is not on the, the price increase, by the way. I mean, um, if you look at uh, our neighbouring um, European countries, mm. take like Germany, for example, their Netflix is like, I, I think it's around three euro cheaper per package compared to what we're paying. It's exactly the same product, you know. So these large companies need to be hauled over the coals over why Irish customers pay more. It's ridiculous. I I don't know about Netflix. I mean, to me, I think they're spending something like 19 billion a year this year on their own productions, which is probably a couple it's a couple of billion euro more every year. And I think I kind of think it's a fair bargain in the sense that this is the first time they've raised prices where I haven't heard anyone really saying, oh, no, that's it. That's it. I, I'm I'm quitting. Look, there's, there's nothing on Netflix. You don't hear that phrase anymore. There's nothing on Netflix. Because whatever else you, you'd say about Netflix, it has kind of become, for many people, the first thing that you turn on your TV when you go home, other than news or sport. If you're going to w- go looking for a a movie or a series or a mini series or a documentary, I think more often it's Netflix you automatically turn to than RT, BBC, ITV, Channel 4, Sky, you know, just a view. Um, but I do take your point on the price differences. Um, you know, why Why might we pay more here? Um, a few small little tech hacks. One that I quite like is avoid paying several hundred euro for a big smart Sonos sound system and instead buy a little small one for 30 euro from Amazon um, and that's tiny Amazon Echo or Google Nest Mini and connect it to the old big stereo that's been in your attic for 20 years. You remember the one that you paid, you know, a thousand pounds for or a thousand euro for like 20 years ago has been gathering dust. You don't know what to do with it. Guess what? If you connect a tiny little Amazon Alexa into the aux port, you now have a giant smart stereo with audio quality that beats absolutely anything you can buy from a smart system company. Yes, 35 euro. Wow, that's incredible. I'm learning so much. Yeah, because you you can tell the sound from from the the echoes is 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 pretty good. So then you just you just what connect it up with can, an auxiliary cable. Yeah, there's there's a little tiny one euro ninety nine cable, you know that that with the the ending on it that would normally go into your Ooh. headphone port, the old fashioned headphone port. Yeah. It is the same connection at each end. One of them goes into your Amazon Echo, which is a line out a line out port, and the other one goes into the AUX port in your amplifier, in your stereo. So the, uh, the the Amazon Echo is now picking up your voice. You're telling your stereo what to do through your Amazon Echo. It's absolutely yeah. brilliant. 
Um, my my top uh, tech uh, saving hack, Adrian, is to and this is I'm speaking from experience here, is to basically delete all the clothing apps on your phone so you can't you can't online shop during Netflix. <laughs> that's a fair that's a fair point. Um, another online tip is in relation to travel. I've been doing quite a lot of it over the last two or three years well, despite the pandemic. 50 states to get to. I've, and I have another 14 to get to before I do it. But I have a plan. I have a plan. <laughs> but when it comes to things like, you know, buying a flight, renting a hotel room, renting a car, you can get wildly different prices on some of the booking engines I have found. And car hire is in particular is one. And I don't understand why it varies so much. But I have found, I don't know whether you have any experience with this, that you can't rely on the big aggregators like Booking.com or Expedia to simply give you the best price on something like car hire. Maybe they're sort of roughly the same for rooms. Maybe you might have a different story here. For me, for car hire, use Google. It was only on the second page of Google that I found um, a, a car hire company that gave me exact same access to, you know, Avis, Hertz, you know, uh, Budget, all of those car hire firms at about half the price. Yeah, that's a great point. And, and you know, when you hire a car as well, um, be sure to just take photographs of uh, of the car pretty much every day you have it so that they, there is no kind of comeback when you return it. But what you're saying about the car hire, I find mm-hmm. uh, the same with hotel prices. I find if you go directly to the website of the hotel you're hoping to stay in and 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 get in touch with them by email or or on the phone and haggle, uh, you'll get your best price that way and not the, the usual uh, booking.com or whoever, whichever platform you're going to use do you instead. Do, do you do a lot of haggling? That's the second time you've mentioned haggling. I now. do. I do. And I just recorded a podcast for the Indo Daily on holidays. And I mentioned my uh, haggling a lot in that. Um, I, I, I mentioned how I... I would haggle, even if I'm buying a pair of shoes in a shop, Adrian, I will haggle. And I think they will give In Dublin? Me, in Dublin, yes. And you will get like, you'll you'll get a, a very slight reduction. If a pair of shoes, for what? example. Where? where? <laughs> give me the name of a shop where you can haggle for a pair of shoes. I'd be mortified. But give me the name of a shop where you can well, haggle I, for shoes. Well, I, I, have, I have haggled in, in shoe itself. To see if there oh, were the, shoe, yeah, S C H U H shoe. That's yeah. right, yeah. For for uh, over a pair of um, trainers, that uh, were. I'm so, I'm sorry now. I'm just <laughs> I'm just taking granular things. What do you say? What is the formula? What do you we say? See, this I get this now from Mammy McGuire. Uh, growing up in Mullingar, and every shop we'd go into, we'd haggle. So um, you always say with a big smile on your face, Adrian. Is that the best you can do? Wow. <laughs> It well, I'm learning something from this podcast. No, you know, you know, sometimes, um, you know, you'll be you'll be sent on your way. Um, other ta- other times you will get that shop assistant who'll say, well, look, let me just speak to the manager, especially on kind of tech stuff. Now that I yeah. think about it, I would always unless it's like an Argos or something where you're buying off a catalogue and you don't have those mm. negotiation skills. For example, I bought a, a, a widescreen TV uh, during the pandemic from um, I think it was DID Electric. And it was um, it was back when the stores were open and I had gone in and I was looking at it 
TV. And uh, and then I, I saw one above it that was just slightly cheaper. And the guy said to me, well, that's our display TV. And I said, well, can I have that? And he said, yeah, you can have it, but you're getting it without a warranty. But in my head, I was like, yeah, but I'm getting it for 60 quid cheaper. And it's absolutely fine. My word. <laughs> they must, they, you must be on uh, uh, on several lists flying around retailers at the moment. But, I think but listen, so, yeah. absolutely more power to more, more power to you, uh, Siobhan McGuire, consumer journalist and presenter of the Indo Daily podcast. And thank you very much for joining our podcast today, because that's all we have time for. Um, from me, Adrian Weckler, the tech editor of the Irish and Sunday Independent, we'll be with you the same time next week. Bye bye. 